Hey, it's me, Kelly Anakin. I'm talking about Showtime's hit series, Yellow Jackets, one episode at a time with some of the funniest people I know. Let's find out what happens when people stop being polite and start getting eaten. Welcome to Blood Hive. And welcome to Blood Hive, where we talk about cool episodes of Yellow Jackets and even the uncool ones, which Kelly has opinions about. This is Kelly and Natasha, me. <laughs> I yeah, I I didn't love this episode, but you did. I wanted to start with like the positive. Uh uh-huh, I had a great time. Uh- <laughs> yeah, tell me, what did you love about it? It was so much fun stuff happening. It was so goofy to see them in like middle school for a second. Um, It was so interesting to see people deal with a birth. I nearly passed out when Shauna passed out, you know. Um, Jeff was so funny. Jeff was funny this episode with his F the police, you know, music outside the police station. You know, I thought we had some, and I, I always love when we bring the boys back together. I'm always delighted at a bring the boys back together moment, you know? You mean like the, the yellow jackets are the boys in this case? Yeah, when we're like, oh, it's about to be a heist. We got to bring our boys back together. You yes, know? yes. Look, I agree. I, I'm very excited for the next episode. I understand yes. why this episode was necessary. Yeah. But everyone seemed so, um, they seemed really affected by all of the Shauna in labor stuff. And I just wasn't. I did not care. Like, it peaked with the blur needle drop. That was great. I loved that. Mm -hmm. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm never going to give birth, but if I did, I would want to kick it off with woohoo. Like that's a good time. (laughs) I was surprised how everyone seemed like shocked that the birth was happening and like how unready they were. I got a kick out of coach Ben just being like, nah, I can't do that. Like that was so funny to me. I I love that because if there's one thing gay men hate, it is vaginas. <laughs> Famously not fans. Uh, it's so true. It's so true. I also like think of any PE coach I've had who's taught any health thing and how I'm like, yeah, none of them would actually survive. <laughs> you know? Why? Do we as a society (laughs) let gym teachers handle sex ed? I can't think of people less equipped. Less equipped. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Absolutely. And I do think they feel that way too. You know? Mm -hmm. That was was definitely the vibe. And like, (laughs) oh my God. Like, I like seeing them all in health class. Yeah, that was fun. Seeing how little control Ben had in that situation, I was like, oh, they're going to eat you tomorrow, my dude. Like So soon. The nominal respect they had for you as the only adult in the situation 
was purely based on fear. Yeah. They're not afraid anymore. No. What else can go wrong at this point? You're bringing nothing to the table. (laughs) Wow. No, and I loved him, like, holding his hands over his ears. Because I was like, yeah, same. Yeah. None of us like it. I figured that all of the scenes of Shauna, like, trying to get the baby to latch were not real. Yeah. Because of the huge baby we saw. (laughs) Well, the baby was giant. The baby was truly... Comically large baby. Like, is this baby Herman from Who Framed Roger Rabbit? But, like, gigantic. A huge baby. I literally was like, can they not handle teens? Like, holding a tiny baby? The babies? The babies in me... Because, obviously, like, you can't have an actual newborn. Sure. Um, But... Your pick of the babies on the market to appear in your media is, like, it's limited to the number of complete insane people who are like, yeah, here, use my baby. Hold my baby. Or, like, somebody on set who's like, oh, we need a baby, and, like, we're all going to lose our jobs if we don't have a baby. <laughs> okay, here's mine. <laughs> Do you think Big Baby was it, wasn't a choice? Because looking back, I'm like, maybe it was a choice to show us that it was, like, her fake imagining of what a baby would be. I do definitely think, you know, like they could have found a slimmer baby. I do feel yeah, like right? they could have found a sm- a more felt infant for the role. Yeah. A baby that's giving malnourished, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> a baby that's giving, I'm just happy to be here <laughs> and not ate everyone in the cabin. <laughs> But when um, the baby was crying in those, you know, whether that was a dream or a vision or a hallucination, I was like, okay, this has to be fake because none of those bitchy ass teenage girls is complaining about this. Yeah. Well, I do feel like it felt like they were hiding her in a room. Like, you know, Mari would be in there being like, oh my God, why won't you shut up that baby? I was worried someone would shake the baby. I do hope that. Mari is pit girl simply for saying wilderness. I hope Shauna doesn't die. Wow. Wow. What a dumb bitch. Yeah. I, 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 I also, why are we touching tiny mice before we're, we're, we're doing birth to make the line. Yes, we should boil water and keep things clean. Funnier. (laughs) Uh, this was horrifying. I truly don't know. That was all horrifying. And I mean, and I knew also, like, when the baby was born and they started playing Elliot Smith, I was like, nothing good is going to happen, possibly ever again. Oh, you're like, everyone's smiling at her when you're like, yeah, it's good. They had me for a second that like they had drugged Shoshana and I'm like why would they drug her I felt like they had her look at the tea and I'm like why would this be happening mm-hmm. I was definitely the whole time dreading of like well we're gonna have to find out how this baby dies and that sucks you know like I think there's something almost nice about not having to deal with that is that bad I I do appreciate that now they did kind of eat the baby 
for you. They ate the baby? They did a fake out eat the baby just for you. Yeah, they did. And I th- I thank them for that. Yeah. Actually, it's wild that they all lied and said none of them ate the baby when they were all acting as actors on set eating the baby. <laughs> I actually liked that piece of it mm-hmm. because there's so much in this episode. Like, it's a very rich text, right? There's a lot that we learn about Shauna. What she's saying at the police station yes. to creepy pedophile man is like, I try not to love my husband and daughter because everyone else in my life who I've loved has died. Yeah. And in one case, been eaten literally. And then in another case, metaphorically. Uh, yeah. But it was also just so interesting that, in her, you know, this is her dream where they're all eating the baby behaving very much the way that they all behaved when they ate Jackie. Yeah. There is this weird thing where it's like, oh, she gave them permission to eat Jackie, but she didn't give them permission to eat the baby. But like, did her permission to eat Jackie, like then get translated into this like tacit permission for all of the other horrific things? Yeah. And like, what has she done now? Yeah. That's interesting. Like a guilt thing. It is rough. And I did cry. I'm not a complete monster. I just find childbirth scenes to be really fucking boring. Yes. I think that is valid. I completely agree with that. Like, Mm -hmm. I just don't care. As Natalie says. Yes. Women have been giving birth for millions of years. (laughs) Yeah. And I would prefer not. Yeah. I mean, it's like, they're either going to get born or they're not going to get born. So let's just get to it, you know? Mm -hmm. Well, and again, it just, so much of it felt like them spinning their wheels. Like, I didn't care Mm -hmm. about Misty having her little breakdown. Yeah. The things that Lottie did, those were intriguing. Yeah, I didn't like that at all. I liked seeing how scared everybody was. Mm-hmm. But both the labor and the Sadeki family trip down to the police station just felt like so much vamping to me. Yes. When there was genuinely interesting stuff happening elsewhere. It's a lot of setup. Yeah. I hear that and I see that. I've been, I've been, I think, more tolerant of what I called the Keystone Cops portion of this uh, <laughs> to a friend. But like, you know, these two incompetent bumbling policemen. Yes. Yeah. Okay. F- yes. A man died. I guess someone should look into that or whatever. That's a problem. <laughs> but I don't find that particularly compelling like i don't watch yellow jackets because it's trying to be a police procedural Mm -hmm. also like kevin tan are you really this stupid are you really this i'll buy that this other guy like this other guy feels very like trust fundy Uh yes from like a police family and he got fired from some other precinct because he you know he did something bad. He doesn't go by the rules. He doesn't play by the rules. Yeah. I mean, back to something that I brought up earlier, like, do they need this thing about him having sex with her? Isn't serving her alcohol to, enough. like, coerce yeah. a confession enough? I would think so, too. I'm surprised that hasn't happened yet, you know? Also, why will Shauna not listen to the cookie? To the You need the lawyer? Is it the lawyer cookie? Yes! <laughs> Why is this uh, whole family 
Like, no, we don't need legal counsel. We will just wing it. We'll go by ourselves, too. I was so pissed when Callie went on her own, you know? Yes! I was also pissed that they showed Jeff drinking a Pepsi. Pepsi is disgusting. Diet Coke forever. (laughs) Uh, Jeff with his little high van at the end of the call was really funny to me. (laughs) Where, like... A long call. And he's like, hi, Van. All of the tie and Van stuff was so good. Yes. It hit me in a lot of ways mm-hmm. where two people who were each other's first relationship are having these conversations. And one of them is like, ah, I'm good. I'm just on these apps. Keeping <laughs> it casual. And I was like, damn, have the writers been reading my diary? Because I am Van and she is me. I'm just like, nope, no, thank you. No, like thank the you. only difference is that aesthetically, I don't like how a DVD or VCR player looks in my living room. You know, I like no. I won't I won't keep it there. No, there's no need. They didn't make them cute enough. If I could find one that was aesthetically pleasing, I would. I completely agree with you. I would love to live in the past, but like it's just like not no, mid-century not modern maximalist cute. coastal enough for me. <laughs> I uh, I had a what I have a hard time with. I had a hard time when Natalie Natalie, like, went through her own stuff this episode that was kind of annoying to me, adult Natalie. And she kind of, like, goes off on this, like, we brought the thing back from wherever. The bad thing, we brought it back. And what I'm struggling with is, like, if you brought it back, you brought it back, like, 20 years ago. I don't really understand why this is all happening now, I guess. I'm confused by that. You know what I mean? I'm confused by why they just have guns lying around at this cult for people with trauma. (laughs) no phones but here's some guns (laughs) enjoy (laughs) yeah i i definitely hear what you're saying i mean for her it's because travis killed himself yeah and you know she said what she said to travis in the midst of like a drug-fueled bender yeah You say weird stuff in those situations. And, you know, again, I think we've talked about, like, it's the 25-year anniversary. Those weird postcards got sent out. They got blackmailed about it. Yeah. Thaisa running for office kind of dredged all of this stuff up. There are all these external factors. And then Mm -hmm. she she is coming. And I think, actually, this is where, like, having the two-week break is a little tough. Because it's like, oh, we had a two-week break and we forgot that, like, the climax of the previous episode is this, like, flashback of Natalie almost dying and having this conversation with Travis that has significant meaning then to Lottie. Yes. Lottie, now, her psychiatrist is fake, right? Like, that is not yes. a real place or person. That was fake. Did We saw the mm-hmm. psychiatrist the last episode, a psychiatrist last episode, and this mm-hmm. time we didn't mm-hmm. see one at all. And the last one was a new one, which made me suspicious that it was planted or, like, that there's something else behind that. But this one, mm-hmm. we don't see it at all. It's like, what's happening here i assumed like it was supposed to be the same one this episode but again like if i'm not seeing the face no uh uh-uh. i was suspicious of the first one me too exactly so it's just like something messed up is happening here 
and I hope she's okay. Mm-hmm. Although I feel like saying like, oh, I hope she's okay about anybody <laughs> on Yellow Jackets. It's, like, <laughs> it's laughable. That ship has really sailed. That yeah. one's okay. No, it's going to be okay. I did notice when I was watching that scene in the psychiatrist's office that when Simone is talking about it, it is capitalized. Capital I, lowercase t. Stephen King? Are we bringing... Stephen King's It back? Pennywise. Hell yeah. (laughs) The crossover event of the century. Uh, I've been wanting this for so long. (laughs) But I think if you think back to season one when Ty was talking to Shauna. Mm -hmm. Yeah, right. When Ty was talking to Shauna about how Simone doesn't make her feel it. Hmm. I felt like at that time I was like, I think she's talking about whatever this thing was in the woods. And this is just another, another uh, arrow in the quiver of that theory. I don't know if that's a good metaphor. No, I like that. Thaisa also, she and Van had like some lines to me that were dumb when Thaisa was like her other person and she's like, we need to be somewhere else or whatever. And then afterwards they have a whole back and forth. We're like, what do we think we means? And it's like, Obviously, it's the two of you who are in the room. Why are we pretending it's maybe her family or maybe who? You know what I mean? Like, I found that conversation so annoying. Oh, that's interesting because I assumed it meant the team, just like the whole team. Sure. But they were pitching like, maybe it's Tice's family. It's like, it's like, no, it's it's you guys. It's you guys are. <laughs> no. If the other one wanted to be with Tice's family, I don't think she would have tried to kill them. Maybe- little different you know i was like i really thought that whole conversation was like useless you know i don't have a whole lot of experience in being overtaken by a sinister (laughs) entity sure 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 yeah i mean yet hope springs Uh eternal (laughs) um Uh, i really need a what's in misty's purse story in l magazine yes Yes. <laughs> so what I what I I pause to it's handcuffs, brass knuckles, honey, yes. jam, keys, a toothbrush, binoculars, and poison in a syringe. Syringe. Oh, so good. I adored that. I don't know if he has a name, but that guy with the mustache who like checked her in you are a real one for not batting an eye at that sir (laughs) he was just like yeah great give me your phone give me your phone and he also he later said that he had a subscription horse meat business yes i love that (laughs) it disintegrated (laughs) is that is that for dog food i don't understand I don't know if it's for dog food. <laughs> it could be, but it's so, I, I also, it was so appropriate that like Misty's fan club would be these crazy cult people. I also like how Natalie has attained like mythical status after being at this cult for five days. For Everybody why? is just like, Natalie, she's so cool and violent. <laughs> I was really upset that she might kill the fish. Yeah, me too. Like that was that was the most upsetting part of the episode up until Shauna like realized that her baby had died at the end. I was just like, don't, don't do don't that. bring the fourteenth Gilly into this. He's not yeah. ready to meet no. the previous thirteen Gillies. <laughs> 
It was cute when she put it back in just fast. Like, oh, good, good for her. Sure. I know. You know? I know. I was like, oh, thank you, Natalie. Maybe you're human mm-hmm. after all. I, uh, I hated when Lottie said our baby. That's a note. I really hated it whenever anyone referred to that as their baby. Mm-hmm. Counterpoint. I loved when she said we need to feed. Uh, uh, oh, in the, in the dream? Yeah. I was like, ah, so scary. Did she look like she was breastfeeding the baby? I was so confused. Oh, she was definitely breastfeeding the baby. Look, breastfeeding is one of my least favorite tropes. Uh, I hate it. Mm-hmm. Like, I understand. Like, I'm not talking about, like, in reality, don't at me, Leche League. <laughs> but just the, like, <laughs> the whole, like, I texted a friend while I was watching this and I was like, okay. I need something to happen with this baby because if the next like three episodes are just Shauna can't get the baby to latch, I am out. Mm-mm, mm-mm. I am with you. So hard. So hard. What did Taisa shove in Shauna's hand? Do you remember when Taisa like It was the necklace um of the, mm-hmm. the piece of like deer vertebrae that Van had been wearing as protection. Oh, okay, got it. I was like, that's weird, but okay. Yet another important step on the skeptical Thaisa to cutting Biscuit's head off for an altar in the basement, Thaisa. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I have a depressing line Van said. Do you remember when Van was in the car and she was like, what? That time where we thought being happy was possible. And I was like, oh, man. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> she a mess. Anyway, what were you going to say? She is a mess. Yeah. Oh, I was going to say I was really upset that even in his dissociative fantasy, Coach Ben wears pleated khaki chinos. <laughs> like, was this before or after all of the swing dancing Gap commercials? I don't know. But it's just like, man... Get a pair of jeans, you narc. Maybe if you had a pair of jeans, he wouldn't still be coaching girls soccer, you know? Also, in Re Lottie, everybody, this is the, like, it's 25 years ago. Why are you acting like this now? Everybody's like, what? I thought Lottie was barely coherent. I'm like, what's I've been so confused about? Do you not understand how a mental institution works? Like, did they just think she was there forever? Like what? It's not the fucking glass menagerie. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think is going? And especially if you go to like a private mental health facility in Switzerland, the whole point is to get you into a state of mind where mm-hmm. they can like reintegrate you back into charity fundraisers and shit. <laughs> the dream. No, it was very weird. I definitely did not understand. Like why everyone thought that you know i know that they're all stuck in the past but also like our understanding of like the mental health landscape has really changed in 25 years that feels tone deaf in a way where like it's not the characters yeah and that is unfortunate because i feel like usually the writer's room is more on top of it than that yeah i really don't understand unless they somehow reveal that there's any way, like, Lottie has been purposefully doing some misinformation to make people think otherwise, you know? Like, otherwise it just doesn't make sense to me. Well, and even if she had, like, you wouldn't know anything about what she was like now based on her screaming on the rescue plane 25 years ago. Yeah. 
I don't think that Shauna leaving and crossing state lines is actually a great idea. Like Jeff is like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shauna just needs to like take a little like vacay and have some me time. And I'm like, this is where a lawyer would come in really handy, you idiot twins. It looks so suspicious. But Jeff's dumb, and Jeff's consistently dumb, you know? I just, I want Shauna to be smarter, but she's not. No, she always almost seems like she's going to be. I think that that is a really powerful thing, especially in this episode that is so much about, like, motherhood Mm -hmm. and, like, these tropes about, like, what a good mother is and Mm -hmm. how you should show up as a mother. Yeah. She's really fucking stupid. Yeah. And is so mentally emotionally she's so still this kid yeah Mm -hmm. it's so rough i'm so scared to like see because she dealt with jackie being dead so poorly and for so long i'm so scared to see how this is and like how she processes this you know prevailing opinion is that Mm -hmm. the antler queen is like this ceremonial title that gets kind of like passed around the group Mm -hmm. but I feel so much more strongly that this is really just going to kind of push Shauna into this level of like depravity Mm -hmm. I, I, I don't know what it looks like but it's like, I think that we're getting this like little bait and switch here where we've been like, mm. oh, well, Lottie's going to be the one yeah. who like pushes them into cannibalism. And I'm like, I don't know. Right now, all signs are pointing to Shauna. Yeah. This is her big villain origin story. Yeah. yeah I see I it. I also really liked in her hallucination, you had Natalie and Lottie kind of representing these opposite forces where- mm-hmm. Lottie's kind of trying to take her autonomy and like take her baby versus Natalie being supportive. Like Natalie's approach is more fatalistic and she's just like, ah, you know, you're starving. Maybe you can't breastfeed this baby versus Lottie and her can do attitude of like, well, if Mm -hmm. you can't do it, I'm going to do it. (laughs) And I thought that was an interesting parallel. If you go back to the episode where Natalie and Travis were having sex and he was hallucinating and like Lottie was part of that. Yeah. I was not banking on there being this like spiritual component to Natalie's character. Mm-hmm. Like you've got pragmatism and yes. this sort of deranged optimism. Yep. And I feel like they've both been proven right. Maybe not a completely equal number of times, but, yeah. it, you know, it's that tension between, like, is this supernatural? Is it not? There's no yeah. way of knowing at this point. No, but I'm worried that it is and that you're right and it is supernatural. Mm-hmm. I didn't like when everyone started doing weird sacrifices at the birth. I would hate if someone's doing that during my birth. I'd be like, hey, stop chanting, buddy. Well, I think Shauna, if she had not been, you know, having her pussy cleaved in two by horrible pain, would have been like, hey, stop it. Classic Shauna. Classic Shauna. <laughs> not drumming nuts. I would hate that. I really would hate that. Also, they keep just absolutely like slicing themselves open with this hunting knife. And I'm like, you don't have any soap. <laughs> what are you doing? Yep. 
fine. Do blood magic if you must, but you are really opening yourselves up to infection here. I think we're really pretending infection doesn't exist in this world because otherwise Mm -hmm. people would be far more infected by so many things by now. The likelihood of Shauna getting some horrible infection is so high. I mean, I don't think that she will because I think narratively it's more interesting to not do that but it's just like she's been you know she was hemorrhaging for hours yeah i hate it then yeah it's not good are they gonna eat the placenta do you think they're gonna eat the placenta to me it just seems like it would be a real waste not to i think so too but they won't eat the dead baby what will shauna give them permission for next yeah jeez do you find frere jaca to be a creepy song to sing to a baby Yeah, I think it's creepy, especially if someone else is doing it while breastfeeding when they shouldn't be able to breastfeed your baby. Yeah, I think it was contextual, but I was just like, that's a weird lullaby. Yeah, Um, I don't like it. I don't like it much for a lullaby. It's like, are you sleeping? No, he's not. He doesn't exist. Stop it. The the older the lullaby, usually the creepier it is for some reason, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So Misty made a comment about the B.O. factor being kind of non-existent at the uh quote-unquote wellness center we've downgraded yes. from cult to wellness center with a quickness of course uh-huh. i'm like did you come around on deodorant <laughs> is that is that allowed now misty well misty clearly has some kind of skincare routine too like misty's skin mm-hmm. looks amazing in this i want to know where walter is <laughs> oh yeah he's calling so much I miss him. I do. He was a good time. He's going to come back, right? He has to come back. Oh, I know. I mean, like, I know it's like, you don't know what you've got till it's gone. Yeah. Oh my God. What if they sacrifice Walter? Oh, why would they sacrifice him, but not any of the cult members? Like why? Do you know what I mean? Narrative economy? Yeah. Well, he's a threat to them in the way that the cult members are not. That is 100% true. The cult members will do whatever Lottie wants them to do. Yeah. And also the cult members are like on her payroll or whatever, you know? So there's too Mm -hmm. much kind of Mm -hmm. paper trail with that. And so they pull back at the last scene uh, at Lottie's compound and we see, you know, the symbol is there. She's built her whole thing around the symbol. You know, there's this theory that like what we saw that, you know, that first scene of cannibalism was like potentially in the present day. That's part of like this whole theory where like Callie is pit girl and they've all like assumed their previous roles. I don't know how much I buy that, but I do find Mm -hmm. that scene of them at the fire so like it looks so similar to the setting of that amphitheater on the grounds of the cult Mm -hmm. i just i don't know i just feel like again i feel like every time we podcast it's just like anything could happen anything could happen (laughs) anything could happen except jeff and shauna getting a lawyer yeah right anything smart nothing smart will happen Nothing. Did they give us a preview of next week's episode? I feel like I don't remember a preview. So this is so weird because we talked about this on the bonus episode. We're like, they're airing the show now on Sundays instead of Fridays, but they're still dropping it on demand on Fridays. This is one of the weirdest things. Yeah, I don't understand that. The next on is for whatever reason, very explicitly tied to we're not going to put out the next on until it has aired on real TV. 
houses are. How weird. I haven't seen it. I was looking for it and I haven't seen it yet. Okay, so we won't be able to see it until later. Yeah, I mean, it might be available now. I don't know. I love seeing the next songs. It makes me so excited. I know. I'm like, what's going to happen? Mm-hmm. I will also say, like, this is, you know, this show, it turns out, is kind of like a load-bearing part of my mental health. Like, not having it for a week. Granted, like, I've had a bunch of, like, home repair stuff going on and a bunch of other junk. But I'm just mm-hmm. like, I'm not well. And it's because <laughs> I didn't get to hang out with my fine young cannibals. I know. I need my comfort chaos girls. <laughs> I need them so bad. I need to be like, at least, at least I'm not drinking a Pepsi. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Please subscribe, rate, and review Bloodhive wherever you get your podcasts. And be sure to recommend us to your BFFs and frenemies however you can. Subscribe to Kelly Anakin's hilarious Patreon or make a one-time donation to Kelly-Anakin on Venmo to help us keep the content coming. Send a voice message to bloodhivepodcast at gmail.com for a chance to hear your Yellow Jackets hot takes on an upcoming episode. Bloodhive is a production of KA Collaborative. Our theme song is Eat Your Heart Out by Wolves. Special thanks to today's guests, the team at Cosmic Standard, and my own personal judges table. Last but not least, all praise to the Antler Queen. <laughs>